Hello and welcome to another edition of the Tip-Off. I'm Simon and joining me this week is Arnav and Chris. How you guys doing today? Great. Good, Sai. That is good, that is good. Chris, hope you enjoyed your long weekend. If it was a long weekend for you, I know that we had a couple good games of uh, Cornhole this weekend for the fourth. And I can proudly say that I handed you a couple of L's, a couple losses wow. on the uh, cornhole field. Well, you, you are pretty good. There's no denying that. But I think that uh, some basketball to talk about. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. And we saw Saturday night, the Bucks finished up the Atlanta Hawks in six games and got to their first finals appearance since 1974, I believe. And the Suns cleaned up their uh, series in six games also last Wednesday, and they uh, defeated the Los Angeles Clippers in a Chris Paul 41-point performance. So the stage is set. Game one is tonight, (laughs) and... Should be an exciting game. Is Giannis playing? Do we know that yet? Giannis is playing. All right, sweet. So we got Giannis back in it. Everyone from the Suns is healthy, ready to go. Arnold, let's start with you. Start with our uh, game one prediction here. Two healthy teams going at it. Giannis might not be 100%, but he's at least playing. Who do you like in game one tonight? I'm picking the Suns. Las Vegas I is think. also, I believe that they're uh, minus five and a half point favorites on the day. But why do you why do you like the Suns tonight? I think um, CP is going to take control over the game. And if you think about it, I feel like Giannis and CP in the fourth quarter are like the exact opposite of each other in terms of the quality of shots that they decided to get that they can create for others. So what it matters most is the Suns players are going to steal the game. It is, it is a home game, so they, 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 should be, uh, they should be the favorite. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Bucks take game one. And I think, uh, I think Giannis being back will give him a big lift. And How effective do you think Giannis will be tonight? knowing that he's probably not 100% after coming off that uh, knee, knee strain. I think he's probably as close to 100% as he's going to – it's been all season. I think he'll be just normal Giannis. Now how effective he'll be is another question, but I don't think the injury will be a factor. It won't be a factor to how many free throws he airballs. The running dunking man will, <laughs> will do, his, do his normal thing. well we saw in the uh regular season two very exciting games between these two teams Giannis averaged 40 against the Suns in the regular season but might not be the same outcome as the Knicks Hawks series when we knew Julius Randle was averaging nearly 40 points a game against the Hawks but didn't like we like we saw there in New York didn't matter trash yeah, it didn't matter. Uh, shows the true difference between the regular season and the playoffs. And 
how how much of a bigger stage it can be. I don't but, think it's fair to compare Giannis and Julius Randle. Giannis I mean, has been in the playoffs before. He's a, he, he knows what it takes. Not that he's a, the greatest clutch playoff performer, but he is experienced, and I don't think I mean, that's Randall a fair, made fair comparison. Team this season. I don't think he should have, but he did. So, Yeah, he did. And he was he's an MVP been, candidate. He's basically a top five player at that position. Like, who, who are we allowed to compare? You're allowed we, to compare anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so who do you compare? You can't just – come on. You can't just leave they're it both, like that. They're both top five in the same position. They both play the same position. That's, just, that's about as close of a comparison as you can get right there. All right. Apparently, uh, one was one did a little better in the regular season matchups. I feel like – the Nets expose Giannis. Like, he's going to spin, and then you play help defense. And then you just sag off him. Hack Giannis. Like, they should just do that. You think that the Suns should just stick to hack Giannis? I mean, hack he Giannis. airballs them. Like, hmm. Well, I mean, it's, it's certainly a strategy. We'll see if they feel like they need to resort to that, though. Like, do you remember how well it turned out for the Hawks? Doc had to pull Simmons from the game. Some of my uh, favorite bas- uh, my favorite playoff moments this year is when Giannis is shooting free throws on at an opposing game. The crowd is just so hype, just counting to 10. It's so funny. It just makes my day every time it happens. The crowd's always rushing him. One, two, three. <laughs> It's very, it's very fun to watch. He shoots like 13. He yeah. shoots like 13. Oh, it's 12 every time. They're counting too fast. They do count a little It's not fast. real seconds. And and the refs also give them a little leeway. A couple, it has a couple second cushion. Player. It has an effect on the player, though. As we've seen with his poor uh, free throw performance thus far in the playoffs. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon here in the finals. I think Giannis is just taunting the crowd in a way by letting them get to past 10, you know, just to frustrate them. It's a theory. I, I would not want to piss the fans off so they cheer louder or boo louder. <laughs> now, some people thrive on that, though. I don't think Giannis has been thriving off of it based off his they're, percentages. They're showing the... the they're showing the... the Stadium in Milwaukee, and it's full of Wisconsin people. So, even though there's no game there, if it's just not smart, it's a big watch party. That is very, very dumb. <laughs> a lot of people do it. <laughs> a ton of people do it. I know NFL NFL teams did it. I see. It seems it's very silly. <laughs> I mean, I suppose. I guess maybe in Wisconsin, a lot of people don't have can't afford TVs. So it's another it's a, it's another way for them to make money unless it's a free let in. Ethan uh Ethan Texas, Ethan was unable to be here with us due to work tonight, but he did text us and said that he wants to uh give us a finals prediction. 
So I think that since we're in the mood of predicting and we're a prediction show, I think we should all go around and make one finals write that down prediction. One finals write that down prediction. Yep. This is on the record. On the record for write that down. We're going to rate it. We're going to do everything we do. Just a finals edition of write that down. One prediction each. We can start with Ethan, though, since I have his here. And it's a good one. For Ethan's finals, write that down. Brooke Lopez will win the finals Most Valuable Player Award. Finals MVP, Brooke Lopez. I'll give that a three. I don't know. I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it a four. Oh, okay. I mean, he's one of the players that starts, so it's possible, but... You told me every starter has a chance to win finals MVP. Oh, all right. It's a four. It is a four. Brooke Lopez, finals MVP. I feel like if that were to happen, Giannis and Chris Middleton will both need to get injured, and Drew Holiday will need to put up a performance like he did against the Brooklyn Nets. And well, the Lopez, Suns lose. Yeah, I would say... And uh, Brooke Lopez will need to have a series like Game 5 when he dropped 33 points, shooting 14 for 16 from the field. Chris, your thoughts? Uh, you know, I think just Giannis being injured could could spur Brooke Lopez to being finals MVP if, if the Milwaukee pull off the series. But, you know, it's probably, nothing's impossible. Seems but unlikely. With Giannis playing, it's unlikely, yeah. But that is a four-point play prediction. Chris? Even if Giannis and Brooke Lopez had exactly the same stats, Giannis would be finals MVP. Yeah. You know, even if yeah. – Exactly. That's why it's a four. All right. Well, Chris? I, I'll make, I'm going to make a, a similar – maybe not similar prediction, but I'm going to say I, Giannis is, has averaged 28 points a game approximately for this whole season. And I'm going to say that Giannis – will average above 28 points per game for the whole entire final series. So Giannis will uh, will be above his season average at 28 points per game in the finals? Well, he'll be above 28 points per game. Yeah. And it's even an average is right around. It's 28 about. I don't know. I'm not going to go to the point or like if he's 28.2. I'm not saying he's going to be about 28 or above for series average. So at least 28 points per game. Yep. I'll give it a three. Uh, I'll give it a three also, especially with his like, I don't, I don't injury. Yeah, especially with his injury. Might slow him down a bit. And first time in the finals, could have a little bit of jitters there. So, well, that's a three-point prediction there. Arnov, are you ready with one? My NBA finals prediction is that the NBA Finals will go exactly six games. Okay. Exactly six is the key here. Yep. So the NBA Finals will go exactly six games. I would yep. say that the likely the, the, the most likely number of games for it to go would be six. I agree. With second being seven and third being five. So I'm going to give this a two. Well, realistically, I'd say this is a one in three shot. So I'm. So it should to, be a three. So I'm going to give it a three. 
for a 2.5. One in because it can only end in four, five, or six. Or I guess it's five, four, six, five, or six, four. or seven. One, one in four. Then it should be but, a four. No, because but the chances of a not, sweep. It's likely not going to be a sweep. All right, even if it's just five, six, or seven games, that's a three. It, it, it's not a two. No, because it's not. They're not equal percentages. I put fifty percent being six, twenty-five and twenty-five on, or twenty on being five, and and then thirty on being seven. Because you're just throwing out numbers. Like, how did you decide? I know. It? It's well, anal- everybody, analytical. Your, your mind, your mind works that way. You 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 assign you assign probabilities to different things based on no, what you, you think is possible. Probabilities. You calculate probabilities. No, you, you assign, assign them. them. Just out of you thin do. air. You do assign them out of thin air because not everything is calculable. I mean, there's, you have to, you, I mean, you don't just say uh, these, these three stocks, you know, uh, one of them, you know, it's just a one in three chance, which, which one's going to be go up more this year. You know, you look at like the companies and you think about which is the best company, probably most likely that stock would go up the most, you know, and it's been, you know, you, you, you assign probabilities. You don't just calculate them. It's not just one out of three. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, what calculation did you make before saying game six has 50% probability? It, I, well, I, 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 like I it ruled is. out a sweep. I ruled out a sweep. And I, okay. and I, and I almost rule out a five-game a five series. And I think it'll be six or seven. But I think six is most likely. Because I think in game six, always one of the two teams is going to have a chance to win the series. So That's, you're yeah, fit. They get a 50 50 shot of winning. 50 50 50 shot of winning it right in game six. So that's. I, I feel like a better way to calculate it would be like looking at how many finals ever have gone six, exactly six games. Okay. But I don't have that. I don't have that number. And I'm looking, thinking of the two teams because there are certain series when I would look at it and say, you know, well, these two teams, you know, the, you know, clearly the Lakers are going to probably sweep here. So it's going to be four or five, you know, it, it, it depends on the teams, you know, it doesn't just depend on the series. All right. We can leave it up to Ethan to decide. Yep. You're getting it too. So that no. is the... Ethan likes me. He's okay. about to give me a three. <laughs> Math guy, Ethan. Yes, sir. So, but that is a 2.5 awaiting Ethan's rating for that prediction. For my uh, final NBA Finals, write that down prediction. Write this down. Chris Paul will win Finals MVP. I was inspired by Arnold's prediction a couple weeks ago, saying that Devin Booker would be Finals MVP. So it's a little head-to-head uh, prediction battle here. Who did you pick for finals MVP? Me? Yeah. Was that just your prediction? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Oh, okay. Write that down. Write that down. So is that a four that I heard from you since you're convinced Booker will win? I'll give you a three. He's giving you a three? Yeah. Well, I'd say the, the most likelies are Booker, Paul, Giannis, so 
one in three chance. Chris Falls has sent, sent a lift. Chris, 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 stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Math guy, <All> Chris. <laughs> but but I would say, you know, Chris Paul's the sentimental favorite. So even if Chris Paul and Devin Booker had exactly the same stats, they would give it to Chris Paul. Um, so I put him at a 50% chance of winning it. So is it two? I'm just, I'm just joking. Fifty <laughs> percent on his team, like they still gotta win. Well, Yadis is injured, so you know, I, I give it a three. That is a three-point prediction to round out our NBA Finals predictions this week. Oh, I also I forgot a prediction. We had a guest prediction. Drop in here. I got a text. I got a text really quick. Or in the last couple minutes here. I forgot to mention. But guest predictor Roy wanted to throw in this prediction since we were doing NBA Finals predictions. Write this down for guest predictor Roy. The Phoenix Suns will win the NBA Finals. Plain and simple. Phoenix is your NBA champions for the first time in their franchise history. Okay, I'll give that a two. 50-50, two teams. Divide it right down the middle. I'm going to give it a one. All right, it's a two-point prediction. You gave it a two, Arna? Yep. All right, two-point prediction there. I just want to note, out of the last six NBA finals, Three of them have ended on game six. Exactly. Okay. Why are so we that's taking 50%. only the that's last 50%. three? That's fifty percent. Why are we only taking the last three? Like, no, we're taking the last six. Why are we only taking the last six? Like, because that number works. For you to make your point. Correct. <laughs> like, it's not. You can't just decide. I'm going to take the exact Why sample. Not? That's that, that's the most recent NBA history. I think those are the most relevant series. Fact. To the... <laughs> so the last six years were the most relevant series in NBA Finals history. Okay. Well, let's let's take this stretch between 1996 <laughs> and and in 1998. All <laughs> series ended in six games. No, no, no. Do you, you have a between... chart in front? I feel like I, that's I, another. I can see, I can see all this. 1996, six games. Sure, 1997, share, share six games. Screen, 1998. Chris. I, I want to see this. I want to see this. Share your How screen. do I do that? Here, let me see. Just hit the share screen button. I, I should learn this. I, I'm not a share content screen. Okay. And then if you're hooked up to a monitor, you can decide which screen you want to share. He's definitely on his phone. Yes, yeah, so now I have to go to my. Oh, boom. Simon, you were right. So you see it? 96, 97, 98, six games. 2000, six games. Five games. Five games. Four 2003, games. six five games. games. 2000 games. was five games. 2003 2000, was, no, 2000 six was six games. games. 2003 was six games. All right, we're 2008, all six out. games. Years. 2011, six games. All right, 2015, six games. Six is the most common. 
Six is no. most common. It's the only except number for you're sweeps. counting for. Except for it's the sweeps. only number you're counting for. All right, go go from two thousand to the last twenty-one years. No, no, let's count how many fives are there. All right, let's let's go with modern NBA, like nineteen ninety-six on. All right, you're going the wrong way. That's I'm the last twenty-five right years. Way. That's twenty-five okay, years. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Okay. Okay, ninety-six. Six games. So we got, right, we got three on, series on. at six games. One, two, for three. Three for three. Three okay. for three. Okay. Three for four. Now we're not four for five. Four for six. Four for seven. Five, five for, eight. for eight. Five for nine. Five for ten. Six for eleven. Six for eleven. Six for twelve. Seven for thirteen. Seven for thirteen. Seven for fourteen. Seven for fifteen. Eight for sixteen. Eight for seventeen. Eight for eighteen. Eight for nineteen. Nine for twenty. Nine for twenty-one. Nine for twenty-two. Nine for twenty-three. Ten for twenty-four. Ten. For 11 for 25. 11 out of 25, it went six games. 48%. Okay. 48%. Well, we don't know. Maybe it's 44%. something close to that. It's almost 50%. And I'm ruling out. It's closer a to a two than a three. I, I'm, I'm ruling out this. I'm ruling right. out this I series. Guess. I'm ruling out this series being a sweep. And a lot of those are the ones that weren't were sweeps in five games. And I think this is going to be you know, a six or seven game series. So it's definitely six. All right. That's my, my lot. My instincts were very good, I think. Let's just hope Ethan doesn't do all of this. It just gives me a three. <laughs> uh, let's, let's get into uh, some key factors for the game. And then let's end, end this first part here with our uh, series predictions on how many games we think it will go? Oh no, we all we know that you think it's going to go exactly six from your write that down prediction already, but also who we think is going to win. So, but first, let's go over key factors. Uh, Chris, would you like to start with uh, some Bucks factors? What do the Bucks need to do to take a series win here and get their get a NBA Finals championship? Well, some obvious ones. I think they need to keep Giannis healthy. Um, maybe that's limiting minutes or whatever it takes. It doesn't. I don't think it's going to be an issue. But but that would obviously, if, if Giannis wasn't able to play, I don't think this would be much of a series. Um, I think Drew Holiday has to play with the intensity he was playing when Giannis was out and continue that into this series in order for Milwaukee to have a chance. And I. Th- think if you know obviously the the most obvious thing is they need to they need to hold court at home and then just hope they get lucky and take one in phoenix i mean that's how you win a series like this so um a playoff series but i think they have, i think they have, i think they have a very good chance of winning this but yeah. you you know the old saying a playoff series doesn't start until the road team wins a game i, I think i've heard that before so let's see if the Bucks and Giannis can take one and take one early and uh, gain home court advantage, take it from the Suns. 
Speaking of the Suns, Arnov, do you have a couple factors on what the Suns need to do to get their first ever NBA championship? I think the main thing for the Suns is to form a wall against Giannis and protect the paint. Oh, yes, the uh, infamous Giannis wall. Yep. Um, I wouldn't be scared to try out Hacky Giannis late in the fourth, especially when you're at home. Always a great thing to resort to when you, when the opposing team has a star that can't shoot free throws. And then two other obvious factors would be how Booker is shooting and how everyone else on the team is shooting. Like if Bridges, Cam Johnson, if these guys step up, then it's wraps. All right. And uh, before we get to our finals predictions, I got one question for you both. Who do you think means more to their team, Giannis or Chris Paul? Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in. I'll take this. You know, I do think Chris Paul obviously super important for the Suns, but. Um, the mill we wouldn't even be talking about. Well, I guess we wouldn't be talking about either of these teams without those two players. But I certainly think uh, Giannis means more to the Bucks. I would have to agree with that because I feel like Giannis. If you swap the two players, Suns are scarier with Giannis than they are with Booker, and the Bucks are way less scarier. Like I don't know if I trusted Drew Holiday. Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, big three. I think the question was Giannis or Chris Paul, though. Well, I don't feel good about CP3, Drew, and Middleton either. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with you, even though we saw the Bucks handle business without um, Giannis during that uh, Hawks Eastern Conference Final Series. Granted, it was the Atlanta Hawks who made a Cinderella-like run there in the uh, playoffs to even get to that uh, Eastern Conference Finals appearance. But I still think Giannis means more to the Bucks and Chris Paul does to the Suns. So let's end with some finals, uh, the series predictions here. Arnold, let's start with you since we already know that you think it's going six. I'm 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 gonna say sons and six. Sons and six. Is that what you have, Chris? Or are you just? I'm gonna I'm gonna go bucks and seven. That I wrote that down at the beginning of the year, and I might as well stick with it. Well, you didn't write bucks and seven, but you well, wrote bucks. You wrote bucks. Yeah, I'll take the bucks. I'm predicting the bucks, but if I have to pick a number, I'll say seven. But I just will pick the bucks. All right. I'm going to say Suns and seven. I think that this will be a competitive series. But in the end, I think the Suns will pull it out. Especially with the lingering question of, will Giannis be healthy for the whole thing? Well, that's, that's, that'll be the question. That'll be the key. Well, we'll have to uh, wait and see here in game one. We're going to... Uh, take a couple hour break here watch game one and then come back with our post game analysis maybe minus see you back. we'll see but Arnav if we don't see you later 
have a good night. We'll there be lacking on in the, India. Decent, the decent analysis. Thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> have a good night there. But Chris, we'll probably see you after the game. All right. Maybe we'll see Aaron up too. I think yep. I think he'll still be up with this exciting end of this game. So we'll see. <laughs> Did you all right. I'm not ruling it out. All right. We'll see you guys later. We'll see you guys yep. later. to the tip-off and we just witnessed the suns phoenix suns taking game one in phoenix against the milwaukee bucks chris paul another great performance and Giannis antetokounmpo played the whole game chris what did you see from game one as we saw well, the uh, I think I, I I think Giannis isn't at his peak game, but uh, you know, and, and this is something obviously that he's always a problem is his free throw shooting. But uh, I think, like I said before, Drew Holiday he needs to he needs to he needs he needs to show up. I mean, he really wasn't a terrible game for him, but it wasn't you know the game he needs to put together for the Bucks to win. And uh, Chris Middleton, I think, had a good game. Uh, Chris Paul, I mean, what else do you need to say? I mean, that was the difference in the game. Yep. Um, 32 points yeah. from Chris Paul tonight, nine assists on 63% shooting. And yeah. uh, the one annoying thing, just reaction to the game, is the NBA needs to get over the the stupid, like, standing 30 feet away from each other while they interview players after the game and all that. Aren't we <laughs> over that? I mean, give me a break. It's like, it's like they're uh, interviewing them at the Grand Canyon. Down it's like there we're in... looking back in time to a time when people were stupid. Yeah. Got to get out the long uh, microphone there for them to interview. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. In a, yeah. But back to your Drew Holiday point, I know that was one of your key factors going into the game for the Bucks. Pretty pretty bad game for him. Ten points on a twenty eight percent shooting tonight, and I didn't even realize it was that bad, but I knew he wasn't doing much. Yep, and he was uh, zero for four from deep too, also. So zero percent from deep and twenty eight percent from the field. So. Rough game for Drew Holiday, and like you said at the beginning of the show here in part one, that Drew Holiday needs to be more aggressive if the uh, Bucks want to 
stay in the series and win their win in NBA Finals. Chris Middleton, like you said, twenty nine points. He kind of seemed to uh, keep the Bucks in it when they were down twenty there, and it seemed like the game could have gotten away from them. But Chris Middleton hit some big threes there at the uh, in the end of the third quarter, fourth quarter, and got them to within seven there. But it wasn't enough for the Bucks. Phoenix uh, on Chris Paul back, thirty two points, like I said before, and Devin Booker had twenty seven points was a very good uh, debut there for those two in the finals. And DeAndre Ayton had a heck of a, a game. Yeah, heck of a game, 22-19. and 19. I think they put on the uh, bottom of the screen there for the ESPN telecast. They said he was the first player since Tim Duncan to record fi- at least 15 points and 15 rebounds in their finals debut. And. Mm. 1999, I believe, was Tim Duncan set the record there or achieved that last, I should say. But kind of interesting to have some new players have finals debuts. Yeah, it's kind of one of those weird, uh, weird things. It's the first finals since 1977 that hasn't had a previous champion on either team. Let me throw one at you. It's the first finals in 10 years that hasn't featured LeBron James or Stephon Curry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a new era we're coming to. The youngsters are making their way back onto or making their way into these big stages. And let me throw another one back at you. There's only one player on either of these rosters that's ever been to the finals. Crowder. Jay Crowder. Last year. Thank you. You might have told me that one earlier. I I don't I didn't really know that one. <laughs> yep, Jay Crowder. He had his first uh finals experience there with the Heat last year. So the bubble finals he was a part of, but not now you can't really use the uh they they were too young excuse. Because both these teams are equally um, familiar with the NBA Finals. Well, I think that to kind of cap this off, I don't think this is a big deal for the Bucks to lose this one. And I don't think it's a big deal for the Suns to win it. It would have been a big deal if it was the other way around. But um, it kind of went as to form tonight, I think. Yep, so you're saying that the series isn't even close to you being over, decided with that one game. The Bucks are still able to bounce back and uh, take care of the series. But uh, what do you think? What are you? What do you think are some things to uh, the Bucks need to change or improve for Game Two? I mean, I I, I think we already we already said it. I mean, I think it's they need the Drew Holiday show up and, uh, you know, maybe get Giannis hopefully didn't tweak his leg too bad. It looked like he tweaked it at one point tonight. And uh, I don't think he was really the same after that. And uh, hopefully, hopefully that doesn't affect him the rest of the series. 
so sticking to your key factors there, and I think that the free throw shooting is the biggest thing here. The Suns shot twenty, made twenty five free throws tonight compared to the Bucks nine. So that's a fourteen point difference right there, and they lost that was the difference 13, in the game, and they lost yeah. by thirteen points. So they need to uh, for the Bucks. They need to not commit 20, 26 or send the opponent to the line twenty six times in a game. They need to cut back on that drastically, and they need to work on their free throw makes because. Those are free points that they're not getting at the line every time they go. Yep. But should be an exciting game too. See how Coach Budenholzer, Coach Bud there for the Bucks, can adjust. We know that's been an issue for him in the past. And I think that his job might uh, hinge on it. You think he really is a coach or you think – it's just the players. I mean, what do you what do you need to adjust? Uh, there's there's a lot of adjustments that ha- need to happen. Right, but I mean, he's may he maybe well be making adjustments, and then it, it just looks like he's not because the players aren't executing. That's a very that's very possible. But once again, the coaches are uh, kind of the scapegoat there for when a team doesn't achieve as much as they're supposed to or produce as well as they're supposed to. I think, I think the only, to me, and I, I may be wrong. Heck, I probably am wrong on this, but I, I do know the one sport where coaching matters is football. And uh, it kind of strikes me in baseball, basketball, <laughs> um, hockey that it's not so much about the coach doesn't make as big a difference. That's my opinion. That's very possible. That is very possible. Well, should we get out of here? And we should game two is Thursday night. We will be coming back to you uh, this weekend, probably with our write that down coming back. So stay tuned for that. But once again, uh, to be on that, you can hit us, hit me up at Simon is tweeting on Twitter for uh, any guest predictions that you guys want to put in for write that down. And also give us a follow on Twitter at the tip off pod and show us some support on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. A five-star rating and a positive review would be greatly appreciated. Chris, we will see you sometime this weekend for Write That Down. Sounds good. See you then. Enjoy game two. Thank you. Bye.